What up, descendants? What's good? And welcome to another episode of Girl Spot with your dope ass host, Crystal. Yes, welcome to episode two of season two, guys. We are excited. Um, everything is going well. 2020 started off amazing. Uh, I have my planner. I'm planning out my my months in advance, and I really feel good about it. Honestly, when I purchased my planner, that was one of the first things that I wrote in my planner. On the first page of January, it says, stop procrastinating. That is what it said. I have proof, and that was because I am the world's probably biggest procrastinator ever. I've been that way since I was young and I never really got in trouble for it. I just was able to always get something done last minute, whether it was a project, homework. When I became a young adult, I was always last minute to do whatever that I had to do on my job. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how I was. And I was just winging life. And it took me 40 years to realize, girl, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So... I really have been intentional. I set my calendar up and I have been filling that thing out religiously, making sure that my bills are listed in there because I forget so much. And we feel like, oh my God, I forget a lot. But as adults, we have a lot of shit going on. So it's natural to forget this is due, what that is due, which is why planners were designed, duh. So I fill my planner out. I'm already into February, just jotting everything down, appointments that I have, anything that I have going on, I'm being uh, religious about it and doing it um, and doing it regularly. And that brings me to my quote of today. Procrastination is the enemy of success. And that is a fact. So many times we put off today what could be, we put off till tomorrow what we could do today. Quote number two, just boop out the blue. So it all just went hand in hand. But that is a fact. We put shit off because we don't feel like it. We're tired. We have other things we got going on. Instead of just doing it, like when it's on your mind, and that's what I am getting in the habit of doing. I normally will have my planner and I need to put it something in there and I don't. Now I'm on it. Let me tell you, I need to put something in my planner. I put that shit in my planner, period. I don't waste any time saying, oh, I don't got to put it in there. Oh, no, I put the shit in my planner immediately. I keep my planner in my pocketbook and my pocketbook is normally close to me. So I don't have to worry about it. I keep when I work, I keep my planner on my desk in case I got to put a date in there. That's just what I do. I do it religiously because so many times I forget about an appointment. I do. Nonetheless, guys, I'm excited about just really, really, really plan out my 2020 year. And um, like I said, just being intentional about that. So Season two, episode two is therapy is dope. And we're going to get into that later. I'm going to tell you about my um, first therapy session in 2020. And it was dope. It was amazing. Um, And I'm going to also put some links in. Excuse me. Oh, let me get a sip of this coffee. I'm going to also 
put some links in here where you can find therapists. And um, if you go to my IG, I'm going to have those links on my IG as well. Um, Because I really feel like in 2020, we not really, we unpacking shit and we are throwing it out or we sifting through it. We organize it. We doing what the hell we need to do with it. But we are not having that toxic shit just sit on us anymore. So let's get into the current events, guys. Let's see what I have. What went on this week? Um, I don't even know if you could hear in the background. I had some raw wave playing. And let me tell you something. I really, really, really like raw wave. My son put me on to him and he's not new to a lot of people but I like his music it just really um to me speaks so deeply about mental illness and I think it's just something better for the kids to listen to than a lot of the other shit that's out here as old people say a lot of that other hibbity hop like this is better than that so that's what's playing in my background y'all is the um raw wave uh, misunderstood so I like it but um so what went on in the news this week of course we all know that we are in world war three apparently I don't know um they accused Trump of selling the troops to Afghanistan <laughs> yeah that's just what they say he claimed that they wanted more troops over there he could just they could just pay him pay for the troops and that's what he allowed them to do. So we already know he's a piece of shit. We don't have to discuss it. And it just really bothers me um, that people are really still supporting him. It just blows my mind that people are supporting him. Um, I had a friend uh, share a post last night. And it, I don't even call her a friend. We used to work together. We really used to be super close. Like, go party together. You know, go eat together. And we were not going to these Caucasian clubs we were going to majority of minority spots and she knows a lot of people. And then just to see her post that, it's like you really, and she's entitled to her own beliefs. But I personally feel like a lot of the times when people follow Trump, they follow him for certain reasons. And I'm not even going to get into that because it's my own personal views. And I don't want to bring that um, anything political to the channel because we definitely want to be as positive as we can. But it is just how the hell I feel, okay? I almost unfriended and blocked her ass last night for that comment. I really almost unfriended her and blocked her. Um, So they started season two, of part two, I guess, of this R. Kelly, Survivor R. Kelly. And I watched like two or three episodes of it. And I just was not, I just, it just wasn't, it's a fucking freak show at this point. To me, it is. Um, a whole lot of clowning, a whole lot of foolishness, and I just don't have time for it. I'm not saying that he is not guilty because I truly believe he is. I believe this man is a damaged individual and he deserves to be in jail for what he did. But I truly believe that a lot of these parents deserve to be in jail. A lot of his team deserved to be in jail because they sat back and they watched all this shit happen and they want to act like they don't know. And I really, when I saw that white lady on there basically saying that these women, um, basically blaming these victims, I was done because I just felt like 
if these were and and this is the way I feel. I feel like if these were Caucasian girls, no, a lot of people would care a whole lot more, especially people in the white community. But because it's young black girls, it's like, oh, they hot in the ass, they they fast in the ass, they they got what they deserve. They wanted to be there. And again, not even thinking that minority children can have um mental illness or they can have um what is that they call it i can't even think of it where they people get attached to uh the person who victimized them i cannot think of the word but yeah i just that just really 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 annoys me and the fact that harvey weinstein is just out here just living his freaking life walking with that damn walker pretending like he's about to die they don't lock bill cosby up I just could not be a part of that. And I'm so agitated with Oprah doing what she did to Russell Simmons. All this stuff, I just feel like it's just terrible. And I'm not saying people should not go to jail for their crimes because they black, because they should. But i just be glad when there's a day where we know that our white counterparts are getting the same punishment as um, minorities. That's the day that I'm waiting for. And I may not live to see it. But I'm hoping that there is change in the judicial system that really allows for that. Um, And then you saw those pastors that got life in prison. Oh, my God. And he, his brother pissed me off. Like, just shut the fuck up. Don't even get on the news talking about all this. He's not guilty. The girls knew what was going on. He adopted these children. He was a foster parent and he preyed on them and then sold them for sex, like for money, whatever. And he feels like he's the victim. Sir, you are not the victim. You are a man of God. And this is what you did to these girls. Like, sir, you deserve every day. And then it really makes me mad when people, I understand you supporting your family, but it really makes me mad because I know that if this was if the shoe was on the other foot and that was your child you would want his ass to rot in jail or hell so stop with the bullshit okay um let's get into this social media wins again like oh my god social media is just hilarious to me i have a couple of things um you know don lemon said that he was sick of the racist shit that the president was putting off because you know that they try to say, oh, he's not a racist, he's not a racist. And he was just on national TV live and was just like, he was just sick of the shit. And it was an and I moment because he was like, oh, that, you know, you just knew that he didn't mean to say he was sick of the shit, but he was sick of the shit. We are with you, Don. We are with you because we sick of the shit too. Why y'all keep acting like this man is not a fucking racist? It is proven that he is a racist. It is proven that he's a piece of shit. And y'all just want to sit up here and act like he's not. He's the best. He's a businessman. He is a trifling ass businessman. And I wish y'all would just call it what the fuck it is. Like, stop lying. Like, he tweets everything. He's like a freaking um, scorned woman just putting all the business on social media like why are you doing this sir i just can't believe it um and next we have charlemagne the god who gave dj envy a fake butt with balls attached it was like a silicone ass and it had a butthole 
And I just thought it was the most perverted thing that you could ever give someone your ass. And I just really wish that it, that Charlemagne would just come the fuck out the closet, sis. Just come out. Just come out as bisexual. And and I don't care if you do because I'm a, I like Charlemagne. I love his, I think he has a great personality. I think he shoots from the hip. He says what he wants to say. I love it. However, I am so sick of these um, these innuendos that you put out. You always inviting somebody to your ass. You are excited when you're thinking about somebody wanting to talk about playing in your ass. Like that's just how I feel. You just always, always, always are talking about your ass. And the fact that you gave him a butt and told him to put his finger in the asshole. And DJ Envy, you did it. Honestly, that was some of the gayest shit I have ever seen or heard in my life. And I know that a lot of people that would agree with me. And it's just crazy that this is what we have to watch or listen to. And I know that in a regular ass environment, he probably would have been fired because that is sexual harassment. That is disturbing. You gave him an asshole and it was just like excited about him having it. I don't know the um, reasoning for it, but give your damn self donkey of the day, sir. And the reason that I say you should give yourself donkey today is because that was just too fucking much. That is a whole married man. And I don't, he didn't seem to not like it, but he also may have just been playing for the cameras. However, I just personally feel like give your own self donkey today and drag envy in there with your ass because that was not cute at all. And bruh, if you like dick in your ass, please just fucking say it so we can just move on from it. So we can just stop speculating. We want to know when is it going to come out? He has never, it's never came out and I'm not saying he is, but he is a little feminine for me. Um, some of the things he do is very questionable and I'm not, I don't like to do like, um, what is it? I don't, I'm not one of those people that like to bash celebrities, but I just feel like that was just inappropriate and it's just what it is. Like come the fuck on. You invite this man to your ass. Like who does that? Anyway, <laughs> on to the next. So, there were two, um, who were they? Let's see. Hold on a second because I cannot remember. Um, let's see. Who were they? Because we want to be able to say their damn names. So it was two journalists. I wanted to make sure because I was thinking reporters, but it was two journalists, a black guy and a white woman said that the black guy said that. um, Let's see what they said. So there was a picture of. Uh, Meg the Stallion, Beyonce, and Blue Ivy. And I thought the picture was just so freaking cute. The fact that, number one, um, Blue Ivy gets... I mean, the fact that Blue I, um, Megan gets to meet um, Beyonce, who is probably somebody that she looks has looked up to all her life. And I'm not saying she has, but possibly, like, 
that is royalty, honey. And people don't like be okay. Who gives a fuck? But the, also the fact that Beyonce and Blue Ivy probably love Meg Thee Stallion's music. And this um, freaking, these reporters, where the freak did it start? I cannot find where it started at. Anyway, they basically said... So, they basically said, Austin Collins, that's his name, says, I have a feeling that, the, I have a feeling that Jay-Z face jeans are about to really hit Blue Ivy, and I feel so sorry for her. First of all, this is a little girl. This is a little girl who in the hell says that about a little kid. Even if you think it, why would you say it? Because... She's old enough to read. I'm sure her parents try to shield her from so much, but that is just the way as black little girls, black women, black teenagers, we are so unprotected. So, and there's a lot of the times it's by our own people. So for him to say that, and then Viola Luca, or she would just get plastic surgery at 16, a little Kylie Jenner, um, and we'll all have to, what did she say? Basically, we'll all have to uh, watch, pretty much. So they, they go back and forth on Twitter just talking about this baby, and it just really just shows that as black women, we just are never protected, like even as little girls. Why are y'all talking about her? Why is she a topic of discussion? Why do you feel comfortable saying that she is going to have her father's genes. And so what if she does has have his genes? What difference does it make if she looks like her father? And honestly, to me, she is a perfect mix of her dad and her mom. And she's just beautiful. And But they want to have something to say about her because they have a problem with her mom. And it's just so disgusting for you to just sit back and talk about a child. I just was so pissed about it. I cannot believe it. Um, and then we have, we get to Ezreal, who is coming out as part of this whole R. Kelly thing. And I'm not even going to talk about it long because we don't went over some R. Kelly shit. She got into a fight with the other, the last two girlfriends were fighting. Um, I believe I read somewhere or or heard somewhere that he had, he was limiting her access to him and the information that she had, Ezreal. So, I don't know exactly what happened, why she decided now to come to her senses. I'm definitely not going to bash her. Um, however, um, I'm just over it. She was uh, uh, on IG, Twitter, whatever, just posting, 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 and just really saying that um, the other girl had slept with her when she was a minor. So all this stuff is starting to surface, and it's just a shit show. Seriously, it is. And it's almost like karma. Like, R. Kelly, what the fuck did you do? to get yourself here like karma is real and she is a bitch and when she come to deliver baby she come and she plays zero fucking games so what the fuck did you do for all this shit to start happening to you like i can't even believe that like i can't last but not least honey chanel cooper sykes yes so she was uh live a few times and she was just asking her her ex-husband where was her money? She wanted her money, honey. And she was like, 
Alexa, do you know where my money is? And it was hilarious. Um, but you also could tell that, you know, this was a woman scorned. She gave you what you asked for, and now you want to bullshit her and not pay her her money. And I read, went through the comments to kind of see what people had to say. And as per usual, people always, always, always got some negative shit to say. And that's going to take us into our topic. I'm so sick of people saying, people were telling her, you just need to pray about it. You don't need to put your business on social media. You just need to give it to God. Oh my God. How the fuck do you know she didn't pray about it prior to posting what she posted? You think this woman doesn't have a team of people and she's just saying like, listen, I done did everything I needed to do. I felt like your ass need to be exposed. You out here a pastor and you a piece of shit. You making all this money and you can't pay me. I gave your ass what you asked for. And now you want to bullshit me on giving me my money. No, no, and fucking no. Give me my money now. Please, just give me my fucking money. I did what you said. I, for him, we, we, we done. Just pay me. Just fucking pay me and, and let it be over with and I respected her for saying that and the reason that I respected her for saying that for coming out is because so many times as women we are silenced um by the person who is abusing us we are silenced by that person whether they physically abusing us or they emotionally abusing us we are quiet and we are quiet for way too long. So I commend her. I wanted, I was just so aggravated with the people because she was out and she didn't say anything disrespectful. She just told what the fuck it was and people, Oh, you just need to just not be out here. Uh, they felt like she was just doing too much. And it's like, no, I've been quiet and putting up with this motherfucking shit for all this long. Fuck you. I'm going to say exactly what I feel like saying. Because if this bitch would give me my motherfucking money, we wouldn't be here right now. So I commend Chanel Cooper Sykes. I really do. I felt like that was what needed to be said. Um, We're going to get into our topic, guys. Therapy is dope. Yes. So we... um. 2020 is all about just living our best life and getting ourselves together. And therapy is one of the ways that I really feel like we need to do that. Um, especially in the black community, we shun therapy and a lot of other communities may too, but I can only speak from my experience. And uh, we just don't believe that we don't believe in getting therapy. We believe in going to the pastor, talking to the pastor and giving it to God. That is what we have been taught. We are against therapy because we feel like that's some cuckoo people shit. We just don't do it. And I posed a question on my personal Facebook page asking, why do black people shun therapy? And I got some really great responses from men and women. And they just were saying that it's a stigma. It's stigma and tradition. Um, I got that it was uh, shame. It was religion. It was pride. Um, it was being worried about what other people are going to think about you when you say that you need therapy or you say that you have a therapist and you're going to therapy and um, looking weak, people feeling like they're weak. And then 
I it, it was just a lot of different um reasons, but they all kind of meant the same. They all kind of everybody pretty much had the same senses and it was really uh religion was one of the biggest ones and shame um and tradition. A lot of the times um people will tell you to just to pray your depression away. And we cannot pray away depression. And I'm so sick of that. We cannot pray away depression. We cannot People feel like, oh, well, just pray about it. How the fuck do you know I haven't already done that? Like, that is so annoying to me for people to tell you to just pray about it. Like, what? So that's your resolution. People been carrying this freaking shit forever. They need to unpack it. A lot of people have been damaged they've been mentally abused physically abused you know molested as children and you tell them to pray you're not giving them no sound advice you're just telling them to pray about it and give it to god and then what do i do once i've given it to god and it's still fucking with me what do you want me to do that is the worst thing you can say to a depressed person is give it to god like what pray about it how the hell do you what so you in my you, you know what i'm doing right now so that is terrible, terrible, terrible. And I've, um, when I went to my therapist, I had not been just honestly, I hadn't been to my ther- to a therapist in a very long time. And I'm gonna, and I'm gonna be honest with you, it was much needed. Um, I felt like I was losing myself. I felt like there were boundaries that need to be put in place, um, in my life, and that I needed to enforce those boundaries on people that needed them enforced. And my therapist told me that it was amazing that I had made that transition to say that I was going to set set boundaries for people because people that don't want you to set boundaries, they want to treat you however the fuck they want to treat you. So they're, they're going to probably, you're going to shed some dead weight during that transition, during that time. Um, but she also told me that a lot of the times when we... Like we get with people and we we get with other toxic people and then we build a um, trauma bond. That's what she called you. You build a trauma bond with somebody else who's been through something traumatic because that's all you know. You both know trauma and that may not be a good thing for you. So it's really good to be able to get with a therapist and unpack all the bullshit that you have going on in your life and sort through it and that's what a therapist does is help you sort through it and when you get to a better place because a lot of the times you go to your friends a lot of the times you go to your friends or your family and you say this is what i'm going through and they give you the best advice they know how right but they're giving you biased ass advice um and not saying it's not good advice but they're giving you the advice based on how they feel about you because they don't really want you hurting anymore. Where a therapist is going to shoot it, shoot it to you straight. They're going to, you know, let you know what's bullshit and let you know what's not bullshit. They're going to let you know the real. And it may be hard to hear, but your family, a lot of the times, you might have family that give it to you real. Then you might have family that just sugarcoat shit for you. And that's really not what you need at the time. Um. So, so... I want everybody in my circle, everybody listening to this podcast to really think about finding therapy. And I'm going to put some links up here 
to kind of some links where you can go and you just put your zip code in and it'll help you find a therapist. And let me tell you, I took weeks to find my therapist, weeks. And I didn't go to the first person. And I, I'm one of those people that believe everything happens for a reason. Um, and everybody that I had contacted or emailed never got back with me. And I felt and I loved the energy that I had with this lady. So she was amazing. Uh, she was just a breath of fresh air for me. And I loved it. Um, and I wanted to talk about like introducing therapy to our kids um, because hopefully we're going to put away this part of the uh, podcast and go to something a little more taboo. And, and therapy is taboo too, but um, I wanted to kind of put all this in one. So I'm introducing my children to therapy. And the reason that I'm introducing my children to therapy is because I don't want to raise children and they not know how to effectively communicate. They are toxic to other people. Uh, they feel like the same that everybody else, uh, grown all other grown-ups feel like therapy is, is for weak people. I want to raise them to understand that it's nothing wrong with getting a therapist. And if you're going through some bad shit in your life and you need to find somebody to talk to, that it is okay. You know what I'm saying? It is okay. And that's what you have to do for you. And if you feel like people are going to label you um, then just don't tell them just that because it's personal anyway. You don't have to tell them. I'm one of the people, I don't give a shit what you think about me. I've never cared what people think about me. So, therefore, it, it's okay if you know I have therapy. And it's not that, and, and, and the fact, the truth of the matter is, therapy and mental illness is taking like it's getting a spotlight shined on that people are really talking about mental illness now more than ever and I think that is dope because people need to understand that this stigma that has been labeled on it is not what they say it is it is okay as men it is okay to see a therapist it is okay to find somebody to help you unpack the shit in your life because a lot of the times it's grown-ass people and what we learn and this is why I want my children to go to therapy and why I decided to go to therapy because I've always raised my children to speak their mind respectfully. I'm going to listen to what you got to say. I might not want to listen to what you got to say in the moment that you are in trouble, but give me a moment to calm down and then we, you can tell me what you got to say. But when you come into me, you're going to come to me respectfully. You're not coming to me with the bullshit. I don't want to hear it. And you're going to come to me real. You don't come to me on no foolishness. So, but in the black community, we, um, we silence our children because that's how we were raised. Children are being seen and not heard. And I think that is ter a terrible, terrible way to raise children to believe that they don't have a voice. We take their voice away from them. And I talked to my therapist about that as well. We as be That's just what we know. We take their voice away. And when people, I wasn't raised that way. My father raised me just the same way that I raised my kids. You can tell me what you have to say, but you tell that shit to me respectfully. You're not going to sit up here rolling your eyes and popping your neck and talking crazy. We're not doing that. But I do, I am one of those parents that if my children get in trouble back when they were younger and they would get spankings or whatever, I would go back to them and talk to them and say, this is why you're in trouble. Do you understand why you're in trouble? Because as adults, there's some shit that's going on in our life sometimes. We're like, what the hell happened? I don't understand why that was so bad. And we have to give our children an opportunity and stop saying, oh, they kids, they don't have a right 
to be mad. What? They don't have a right to be mad. What are you talking about? So, or they don't have a right, they don't have a voice. They don't have a right to feel the way they feel. No, they do have every right to feel the way they feel. And we have to stop telling them that they, they should just be seen and not heard. So I definitely do not um, agree with that. And I think that we should really start introducing our children to therapy. I think it's just an amazing thing to be able to do. And my children, I'm just being honest with you. My oldest was, was, was with it. She was like, yeah, I think that's a great idea because you know, we all got some shit, even as young children, we all got some shit. So my younger two were not with it at all, especially my son, because you know, he's a young man and they see stuff on TV and they hear people talking and so he wasn't with it and my youngest daughter wasn't with it. But I kind of convinced them over time while I was waiting on, uh, while I was looking for us a therapist, I think I did a really good job at convincing them that it's okay. Therapy is something that we all need. I got mommy issues. Y'all got daddy issues. This is some shit we need to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Anything we got going on. And it's the therapist is there to help help you be able to talk. Even if I don't know how to talk to her. She's there to help you. That's what she do. So I'm excited about the 2020 year, guys. And I wanted to um, lead, but I wanted to finish this session off just giving you signs that you need therapy. Um, like if you're feeling sad, you're feeling hopeless, you're feeling angry, um, you're just not feeling up to yourself. You went through something traumatic um, and you just, or you feel tired, you just feel like you losing control of your life. Those are all signs. And you know when you're not really up to yourself. And like my therapist told me, once you get to a place where you're like, okay, I'm I'm in a better place now, you can still go to your therapist maybe once every few months just for maintenance. The same way you will go to your doc you go to your doctor once a year or you know once every six months, depending on what you're dealing with, you should do the same for your mind. Treat your mind this with the same level of respect that you treat your body because it needs attention too. And a lot of times we don't think about that. And you can go to your, let me tell you, I talk, I, I'm assuming the first session of therapy is a lot longer because I talk my therapist freaking head off. Like literally I had so much shit. I unloaded so much shit on that lady. It was just like, oh my God, like we at seven o'clock. We started at a little after five 30 and it's late now. So yes, yes. And yes, it is amazing to see a therapist and yes 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 therapy is dope yes therapy is dope i want to give you guys a yoni tip um we're gonna finish on a funny note because we just really unpacked a lot of shit so we're gonna finish on a on a light note kind of sorta um my yoni tip for you guys is let your vagina breathe sis <laughs> Stop wearing panties all the time. Let that thing get some air. Uh, I feel like in a black community, we feel like not wearing panties is a white girl thing. Obviously, they knew something we didn't know. They knew that you need to let that thing breathe. But a lot of the times, people just feel like, you know, as black women, we shouldn't. Even if you don't feel comfortable not wearing panties in public, do it around the house. Like, especially when you're not in your cycle, just, you know, let it breathe. Put a long t-shirt on or a nightgown on. And just let that thing get some air. It is really good to not be constricted with underwear. And we just, especially these new underwear they got, honey, these pink drawers that be in your ass 24-7. That is just not good for your vagina. And we're not even going to get into why. 
because that is too much. That's a whole nother episode. But get yourself or get yourself some granny panties, honey. There ain't nothing like a pair of fruit looms, as my daughter says. She don't say fruit other looms. She say fruit looms because she don't know nothing about that shit. So get yourself some fruit looms, some big old underwear that just don't sit in your ass. They just comfortable as hell. When you get my age, you like the little pink shit or the little Victoria's Secret shit. But you know that you can't wear them things when you're on your period because they had a pad so far up your ass. You don't know what to do. So, therefore, you get you some good old fruit looms or some hangs and put them things on. And when you wear them, you be like, damn, I forgot how comfortable these motherfuckers were. And you just get used to them. Let me tell you something. Nine times out of ten, I got all my granny panties. And you don't got to like it. I don't give a shit because I'm comfortable with me. I'm okay with saying that's what the fuck it is because I'm at an age where I want comfort. I'm at an age where I want to feel relaxed. I don't want to be digging the drawers out my ass no more. I done gained a little weight. I ain't got nobody to impress. So therefore, I just do me. And if, let me tell you, I have always been a black girl that didn't like to wear underwear. I just don't like it. I like to be free and just letting my shit just breathe. And that is my only tip of the day, baby. Let your girl breathe for real. Okay. Um, In the episode, we're going to let you know of where you can go look for a psychologist on Psychology Today. Uh, Check us out on IG at girls, G-I-R-L-Z underscore S-P-O-T-T, girl spot. Um, And in there, there are links to a lot of different different stuff. But I am going to put the Psychology Today and also uh, Therapy for Black Girls is another great place to find uh, a list of therapists. Those are the two sources that I use to find my amazing therapist. And I'm excited about it. And it's just a simple, you can break it down from religion. You could break it down um, by your zip code. You can break it down by race. It's just a a million ways that you can break it down. They have um, different filters that you can put on and help you narrow down exactly what you want. So it is a great website. So I'm going to put that link in there, both of those links in in there so you guys can get on the right track. And I just want to leave you with um, this last little message. Everything happens for a reason. Don't allow um, life to just beat you down. Understand that you were made for this shit. And don't worry. And and worry less about what people think about you. Because there are always going to be people, as we say now, there are always going to be haters. There's nothing you can do about it. But prove them wrong. That's it. Just prove them wrong. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of Therapy is Dope. Yes, yes, yes. We had Rod Wave playing in the background for that. We gave you the Yoni tip. We gave you the uh, quote of the day. We're going to leave with that quote. Procrastination is the enemy of success. Yes, we successful all 2023. And beyond, baby. So we ain't procrastinating. We doing what we supposed to do. I love y'all. I love y'all. I love y'all for real. For real. Share the episode. Support. Like the podcast. And keep coming back. I'll see you next Sunday. I love you. Bye.